0: Like nothing in my flesh, nothing in my, I I just, I've been lamenting all week long. I mean, heartbroken Because I think a lot of you may know that I've served our country, United States Navy, and I'm a patriot, and my country is under attack, and I've sworn to defend our nation against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And that includes the devil himself. So, this afternoon, I told my little boy, he's on he's up with uh, my, my daughter visiting grandparents, and I said, Jack, Daddy's preaching tonight. You want to to pray for me? He's like, sure, Daddy. And we closed our eyes and said, Lord, help my daddy mess up tonight so everybody will laugh at him. <laughs> I was like, Jack, why, why did you do that? And he said, well, you're going to play golf tomorrow, and I don't get to go. I'm like, out of the mouths of babes, they just tell, they're going to tell you the truth. So... So wish me luck, right I mean like, so I got that going for me tonight which is nice. Don't want to pray and I've been cursed apparently. Mm. Um, so yeah this week yeah I've chewed off my fingernails. Gino I've been like in turmoil and, and I, I actually enjoy watching political events. like I, I love watching world events. I've been all over the globe like it highly interests me. It does. I want to see what's going on. I want to be in the know, whereas some people that I know love to live in their bubble. And that's okay, too. Like They don't care what's going on around the world. But as a husband and a father and a leader in my community, I I think I I find joy in being in the know because I'm also a protector. I'm a protector. It's just something that God's given me in my spirit that I want to protect those that can't protect themselves. It's just that that warrior's spirit. And uh, so as I was kind of preparing some notes for this week, Um, I was just thinking about it. And and I told Pastor when he asked me to to preach, I was like, man, I can't can't wait. Like, I was excited because I was like, we're going to be coming out of, the economy's going to be coming out of Corona, quarantine, whatever. And people are going to be excited about the summertime and, and swimsuits and vacations. And, oh we ain't there. So I just felt defeated. And I wrote this down because it came to me yesterday. This is a challenge for me in this time. Like there's, confu- there's confusion, a spirit of confusion. I'm not confused, but there's a spirit of confusion. It's all around us. And I was thinking about it. I was like, so here, here I am. I'm a patriotic white man that enjoys Mexican food. I'm married to an Asian woman. I have a black pastor. And I'm in love with a Jew who died for my sins. Like, you would think that I'm, that I'm confused. Right? But I'm not confused. I know who I am. And a lot of people right now, they, they don't know who they are. They're, they're lost. They're confused. Which we could look at it at, in heartbreak. And I've been l- lamenting myself this week. Where we can say, you know, we've got an... We've got an amazing opportunity right before us, right? Because without a catalyst, there is no change, right? Without turmoil, without you know, without death, there's no life. Without destruction, there's no rebirth or regrowth, right? Without a forest fire, a forest g- grows stagnant and stale. So we've got an opportunity before us. It could, I mean, we should be encouraged, right? Now, I will tell you guys. I'm not Jesus. And if you're looking for perfection out of me, you're going to be disappointed. Now, and tomorrow, and yesterday, and next week, next month, for the rest of your life. And if you look to a man to please you, you're going to to live a life of disappointment, man or woman. You guys get what I'm saying. But because I'm a patriot, I look at our nation. Hey, Doug. I look at our nation with reverence. Where a lot of people look at it with disdain, and, and I think about the preamble to our Constitution, right? We the people, in order to form a more perfect union. Now, we the people that have formed a perfect union. Like, there's, there's no perfection, not on this earth. Nothing, there's no perfection, right? Except the Garden of Eden. That was, that was created perfectly, right? But we the people, in order to form a, a more perfect union. So that means it's a process. So, we the people, in order to form a more perfect church, body of Christ, in order to. It's a process. So, we've got to look at that maturely. Do I have a title slide? Kathy, do you know? There it is. So, the the title of my message, don't take the bait. I know for me, and for everybody, really, Jesus said, Two most important commandments, right? To love the Lord your God and to love your neighbor as yourself. All other laws are covered by those two laws. So, I'm like, I'm going to love the Lord and I'm going to love my neighbor. Not, not I'm going to love that neighbor across the street because he invited me over for dinner, but this one didn't. You know, it's not, it doesn't work like that. It's like, I don't get that choice. You guys don't get that choice. We're, we're believers in Christ. We follow the law of the Lord and Jesus said I love the lord your god and love your love your neighbor not not the not the good looking one not the one with hair the one without hair, right like love I love them all it don't matter and uh so our message is don't take debate this is a this is a a cautionary message because i want i want to protect i'm a, I'm a protector i want to, i want us to have caution and discretion in our going on right from from what's happening right now and what's going to happen 20 years from now and what's going to happen 50 years from now. Right, do you guys remember the... Well, I say this flippantly. I wasn't born yet. But in 1968, guess what was happening in the summer of 1968? Yeah, some people know and some don't. If you don't know, you need to get with an elder who knows, who can speak from experience and give us context and understanding so that we're not thinking... Oh, this is the worst it's ever been, because it's not. It's not. We don't have guillotines in the city square. Right? I haven't seen anybody crucified coming down two ninety, right? Like it's not. We can get stuck in thinking this is the worst it's ever been, but the truth is, every generation will go through these these times. It's happened long before we were here and it will happen long before or long after we're gone until our lord comes back for us and we have to remember that we can't take the bait that is being thrown out to us right now and there's a lot of bait right and the, and really what it is it's it's the bait of satan which is offense and when you see offense and Gina can't stand this in our house because you, there's I don't never. I'd never give offense, Bill. Like, I don't. I, I just don't offend you. Now you may take offense from what I said or what I did. You told me not to move too much, didn't you? Yeah, it happens. Anyhow, but offense is taken, not always given. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot that I don't understand. There's so much, but. It, it is so important right now that what I say, hey, I, I just offense isn't isn't taken, is or isn't given. It's taken, and somebody's going to say, "Oh, buddy, that's not true." See, this is the challenge that I face today, with this being recorded. Anything that I say or do can be twisted, can be taken out of context. Can, I, I see people that feel one way, and I don't discount their feelings. But they may not know the whole story. And I don't want to discount... I'm not I'm not, not compassionate to their feelings, right? But I don't have to take the bait. Because the bait can be poisonous. We took a... On Sunday after church... You guys know Kenny? Tall, handsome black guy. Bald head. He looks like a twin. I mean, we're, we're like this close. I mean... Seriously. But we took a picture together out in the parking lot, and it, and it wasn't because, oh, let's take a picture. It's because my, my wife loves to take pictures all the time. And it's just not my favorite thing to do, but Kenny's my friend. I'm like, you know what? So we, we took the picture, and I was like, man, like, bro, we could tear it up on the hoops, right? He tossed to me the rock, and I could just take it to the hoop. No. But she, you guys got to know Kenny. But we took our picture, and then Gina said, hey, you want to post this on Facebook? And, it, but, and normally I'd be like, yeah. But then I thought about it, and I love to practice discretion. Hey, I'm a, I'm a discreet guy. I, I believe in discretion, take my time, I'm a processor. And I, so after I thought about it, and this is not, no, nothing against Kenny, nothing against myself, but I'm like, what are people going to see? Oh, buddy's taking a picture with a black guy. He's got to prove something. Oh, we all get along. I serve one, an audience of one. There's only one person I need to please. So I could have taken that bait. Oh, yeah, let me put that out there. But then someone, anyone could have said A, B, C. They could have twisted it. They could have changed the picture. They they could have, whatever. And I'm not in control at that point. Right? I've given myself over to earthly things, and that bait—you guys can see that it's a little cell phone with the shrimp on it, a little text message, right? We're being given, we're being given over. Um, but you know, Second Timothy three one says, "But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come." So the whole deal—the last days—you know when they started? The day that Jesus ascended to heaven. That's when the last days have started. So perilous times, they've been here, they are here, they will be here. But we have hope. And we don't want to get caught. So what has happened over the last few months? So last time I preached, we we were just getting started with corona. I was like, and I preached on fear, right? And then, of course... They, they threw out some more bait to me. There's murder hornets. Anybody know what a murder hornet is? Yeah. And That was a big bust. I'm like nobody's seen one. We don't. I don't even know if they're real, but they're out there. And they, oh, and if you missed it, like two days ago, June 1st, it's the first day of hurricane season, right? Which Houstonians, we get excited about that, right? No, no. And then of course, civil unrest it's all over our nation. And don't forget, it's an election year. We know what comes with an election year. See, it's gonna bait is being thrown out, and and we're being told you got to pick a side, and you got to pick a side, and one of you's wrong. Get together and fight it out. That's what's happening. You guys ever? When I was a kid, we used to throw different types of insects into, like, not of the same kind, because they're the same kind they don't they don't fight. But if you throw two different insects in a in a glass jar of a different kind, then you're going to have turmoil. That's what's being happening right now. We're like insects being thrown into a pit to fight. Oh, and it gets better today. I read there's an, there's an asteroid headed straight for the earth. It's going to be close, like three million miles away, but it's headed straight for us. You know what I'm doing tomorrow? I'm turning it off, and I'm going to go play golf, and I'm going to enjoy God's game golf. See, somebody's going to disagree with that. I, I guarantee it. <laughs> the, so and here's the thing. So God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. We have a sound mind, and it's precious. And we got to hang on to it. Because if we give it over to the social stuff, that, this thing, this poisonous death trap, if you allow it to be, we're going to lose our optimism. See, as we get older, we start to be more pessimistic and less optimistic. It's true. In the same way, I'm like, ah, here we go again. Here we go again. Another Texas summer. Here we go again. You guys are laughing. You know, either either you're laughing because you know it's true, or you're laughing because I messed up because Jack's prayer. Either way. But the thing is, like, there, there's no way to compare what happened in one scenario to another one. They're separate events. Here's what's really going on. Satan's a great deceiver. Ever since the beginning of time when he deceived Eve in the garden, tempted her with fruit, something that tasted sweet, right? Something that tastes sweet, like this. Oh, just get on social media and just eat it up all day long. No and he's using the media to do it. They're not going to show you the whole truth. See, there's things that are true. But it's not the whole truth. Right? They're going to they're going to show us what's true. There's things that are true. You know? That's true, right? I'm a sinner. That's true. But the whole truth is I've been redeemed. Somebody covered that sin. That's the whole truth. If you just see me as the sinner, you, that is true, but it's not the whole truth. And the media is doing that. And lies are oftentimes disguised with truth. So I want us as a people group to be on guard. We've got to be on guard. I see Christians taking, taking part in this too. So I saw a man, I'm not going to name his name. He's holding up a Bible, right, as a show of of strength and unity, right, which is Pastor Good Luck. He walked up here and held up a Bible and said, this is what we believe, and we are together. We know him, right? And we would say, that man knows the Word. He believes the Word. And what he says is true because we know him. But I saw another man that did that, and then people started posting. I bet he's never even read it. These are Christians that said that. Oh, he he said that chapter of that book? Wrong. I'm like, who is casting the first stone now? They took the bait. They're taking the bait and they're choking on it until it causes them death. And it's breaking my heart because these are my people. These are Americans. They're all my people. They're my neighbors, all of them. I'm loving them all. I'm trying so hard to love them, even when they're not lovable. But I keep smiling, and I'm trying, but I'm not perfect. See, they'll, they'll show you things that are true. They want you to take the bait, because it's not the whole truth. You no, know, the whole truth? People are concerned with, with Black Lives Matter, and they do, all of them. Precious, and they really get, got out of got out of sorts over what happened to George Floyd. That's his name. As a man, he has a name. They got been out of, and rightfully so, right? Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Bad things happen to bad people, and good things happen to good people. Like things happen. But they don't see the media want, wanted me to get upset about what happened. Rightfully so, but they didn't show me the whole truth. They they didn't show me the, the the 50 people that perished in the streets of Chicago last weekend as a part of a normal week. They showing me what they want me to see. I want, if you're going to show me things that I need to pray about, show it all to me. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. And when it's my turn, because I live in a free society, I can turn it off. When I've had enough, I can turn it off, but I've got to be on guard. And I want you guys to be on guard. What, what they're showing you is true and if it's the whole truth and more importantly does it match up with god's truth that's where we're at that's where we're at so this is a a message of caution and i'll tell you guys um, there's no policy that we can create no policy of man is going to fix this right because we are marching toward a more perfect union A more perfect society. We're not not going back to the Garden of Eden. That's gone. They ruined it. The eighth fruit is over. Right? But but we're not supposed to stick our head in the sand and just say, well, there we go. We're we're doomed. We're not doomed. We're we're striving toward a more perfect union. And I just want to encourage us. Philippians 3.19 says, For many walk, of whom I've told you often... And now telling you, even weeping, that's me this week, weeping this week. They're the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. See, the headlines that we read, those are earthly headlines. Those aren't heavenly headlines. We're we're supposed to be in the heavenly headlines. What is God doing? That's not what, what What is Satan doing. We know what he's doing. He's dividing us. He's devouring women and children. He's a. it's a sick thing. But we're, we're winning. You guys know that, right? We're winning. It's a battlefield of the mind. We're winning. We're winning. We're winning. And you can look at it as devastation, or you can look at it as an opportunity for a lost world who need to know Jesus Christ. Because all these people that have been cooped up for the last couple of months, you know what they're, and now they're out, they're out on the streets. Apparently Corona went away when the riots showed up. So it's like, game on, let's go, let's go play. But you know what they're, they've been cooped up and they're longing for human interaction and they don't care how they get it. Whether it's a march or a riot or in our case, a church, like open it up. Let me, my spirit desires to be with other people. You can't keep a human trapped up like that. It doesn't work. It's not the way God created it. We have to avoid falling into that earthly trap, those earthly headlines. Those aren't godly. Same thing, too, with the uh, comparison. As in all of my life, and all of yours probably, I mean, I, I could only assume. Some people are going to have more than you. Some people are going to have less than you. And the moment that you start comparing what they have or don't have, you've lost your joy. It will be stolen from you in a heartbeat. Because I could stand up here and tell you tell you how I grew up, and this was that, and that's that. And, and then you go, like, wow, But my, my friend Greg was like, well, I thought I had it hard, but buddy had it hard. But guess what? There's somebody right behind me and be like, well, you think that's hard? Well, let me tell you this. It, it's ne- it never ends. See, we take that bait, and the comparison is a thief of joy. And your joy will be stolen in a heartbeat. I got friends on, that I've seen. I call them friends. I, I just love everybody. But I got, I got folks that are like my friends on Facebook. They're apologizing now for being white. I'm like, they don't make no sense at all. Call it white privilege. I'm like, well, well, I got height privilege. I got hair privilege. I got, right? I got good looks privilege. Like, what is? All, I don't care you know, what they what's happening. They're starting to compare. That you, you don't know what it's like to be like this. You don't know what it's like to be like that. You're right. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. What I do know is that I love you. Period. And until you until you do something that takes away my love. I'm going to keep loving you. And then after you do something that takes away my love, now I'm going to forgive you, and I'm going to love you again. It's over and over and over. Why? Because that's what I'm commanded to do, and I'm obedient. That's the hardest part about to me about Christianity is obedience because I'm a disobedient man. I mean, I'll just say I, I like to break the rules. It's just my nature. I don't know. So Ephesians 6.12, here's what we're really fighting against. We heard it on Sunday, too, and it's just so true. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. We're We're not. It's not brother against brother. It's just that's over. It's not. People like to make it look like that, but it's not. It's against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. That's where our fight's at if you take the bait and make that your fight against brother against brother, right? Nation against nation. If you take that on, then now you're operating not not congruent with the word. We've got to know. We've got to rise above that. So I'm going to encourage you guys to not take the bait. And it's going to be hard. It's hard for me. I'm going to turn it off tomorrow. I'm going to play some golf. I'm going to keep saying that, too, just to remind Gina. Tomorrow, I'm gonna to play golf, and on Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday, and then I get back to work on Monday. Um, so remember, I was I was talking about what we have going on. So we got a perfect storm. There's a perfect storm for the devil to get you right now. See, so we got coronavirus. Everybody's afraid. Fear. People were, were forced to cover their mouths, which I, I heard someone in, in the prophetic say, when you want to take take away someone's voice, cover their mouth. A lot of people lost their voice. They felt like they weren't being heard. And then now we have civil unrest. Hate. There's a lot of hate going on right now. And when you have an election year. And you guys know what, what's attached to an election year? It's greed and power. There's that no power. That's like that's always going to be man's downfall. Right? Greed, hate, fear. There's bait. That's bait. Which are you going to take a hold of any of those? Because it'll lead to our destruction. And so that's why this is a cautionary message. But we got good news. We got good news. We know what the devil's scheme is, right? John ten ten, the devil comes to, but to kill, steal, kill and destroy. I mean, we know it, but we, we can't forget it. And not only that, we can't forget we can't forget next year, because all this will go away. You guys know that, right? Like it'll go away, and there's going to be something else to get upset about if you choose to do that. But people forget, like the information is going so fast, so fast. And it's like a constant distraction, right? Oh, we got corona. Oh, wait, 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 we got murder hornets. Oh, wait, 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 it's an election year. Don't forget to vote. Oh, wait, we got to go riot or loot or it's like nonstop and it can get exhausting. And that's the battle that we're in. It's the battlefield of the mind, really. But pastors have been teaching us. He's been teaching us about the spirit, right? Praying in the spirit. Matthew 11:12 says from the days of John the Baptist and now until now the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force see the violent take it by force but was Jesus violent no are we are we called to be get violent and take take it by force no it's a spiritual battle so how do we how do we fight a spiritual battle in the spirit so if you haven't been coming the last couple of weeks, I'm sure it's all on Facebook. So I said, don't take the bait, but go to Facebook and watch that video. But I'm just saying, it's a spiritual battle. And we've been learning how to fight these battles in the spirit. That's how God's going to communicate with us. I love that, that song. Um, I don't even know. What, what was that last song that she sang? What is it, Bill? Who remembers the name? I don't know. I just, every time I hear that song. It's like my spirit just feels better. I think it's because my spirit longs to be with my father. It's just, it's a spiritual thing for me. Our spirit man doesn't belong here. See, I have a spirit man, right? I have a carnal. I have a mind. I've got a body. My body's here on earth. And I have a spirit. My spirit is always longing to be with my father. So that's why I get, me personally, I don't see things in the prophetic, but I get, man, I get this gut thing going with not not gastrointestinal issues. I'm just saying in my gut, I can feel my spirit being moved when I see injustice or when I see things of joy, when I see things that are heavenly, when I see things that I've got to address. And that's the way I feel like that's how the spirit talks, you know, speaks to me because I get these internal nudges. But my spirit doesn't belong here; it longs to be with the So when I hear that song, and I'm not—I'm I'm not a musician; my voice is terrible. My only voice is worse. I was sitting in front of Pastor Larry, but uh, I won't speak to that. Um, <laughs> Pat was it? Yeah, you, I mean, if Pat was here, see, she could drown us both out with a beautiful tune. And, um, but there's still joy and peace to be found in that, and that's what. So I've been lamenting all week when that song, and they started singing it. My spirit leapt. I'm in my father's house, and I had joy, and I was like, I haven't felt that good all week. And I didn't want to preach, but now I'm excited to go play golf because it's almost over. <laughs> I'll leave you guys with this, Psalm 1830. As for God, his way is perfect. Amen. The word of the Lord is, uh, is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. For who is God except the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. It's the Lord. I don't have to read it all. He makes my way perfect. He makes my way perfect. Not me makes my way. It doesn't even make sense. Me makes my way perfect. No, I'm useless without him. Without, with him, I'm perfect. He makes my way perfect. I was created in his image to be great, and there is greatness within us. And the truth is we are going to walk out these doors, and we're going to give people hope because we're going to start winning, right, with the right mindset. We're not going to take the bait. We're going to start winning at a game that that the enemy doesn't even know we're playing. We're playing to win because America's not looking for something. They're not looking for social justice. They're not looking for equality. America is not looking for that. America is just a bunch of people. You know, a bunch of people. You know what they're looking for? Jesus Christ. They need a savior. See, I was reading that one in four Minnesotans, where all this kind of started recently. They they have no religion. They like, we don't go to church. They just stopped. One in four. People are leaving the church by the droves. Part of it could be. They're taking the bait. Part of it could be that we're boring. It's true, right? I mean, think about it. Like, what's better to the carnal mind? Like watching sports on a Sunday afternoon or sitting in church for two hours? Like, what does the flesh want to do? I know what my flesh wanted to do before. Not now. I'm just saying before. It's like, oh, should I go play golf or should I go listen to Pastor Goodluck? I can always watch the recording later, but am I really going to get what we get when we come here with our people? See, that's, that's what America's looking for. His name's Jesus, and there's peace in his name. So if they want peace and they want justice and they want equality, it's not going to be given to them by man. Yes, we are going to work toward a more perfect society, but we're not going to cure it. There's only one cure that's jesus christ if any of you guys any of you guys watching any of you in in the in the congregation tonight if you're struggling with with hurt and angst about anything that's going on i encourage you to get with someone that is that is experienced get with one of the elders in the church to to pray with you to to go through with you i've been on all seven continents i've seen a lot of stuff and it's not all peaches and, and and roses right not even close, but it's still a beautiful world if you look for it. you got to look for it. you got to look at a beautiful little child and pray with them and watch them tell you the truth, which isn't always fun, but it's always funny. But I just want to encourage you guys, don't isolate yourself. Have conversations. They might be hard. I lack understanding, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm always looking to, to understand more. And by the time I figure that out, guess what? There's, there's a whole line of other things that I just don't know. As soon as you think you've got it figured out, somebody's going to correct you. And then you've got more to learn. It's just part of the deal. So be of great courage. Be encouraged to admit that you don't know. I don't know how somebody feels, but I want to understand. And if I don't understand, at least I can be compassionate. I don't have to understand everybody, but I can have compassion. So. I want to pray for you guys. I want to pray with us together. Lord, we're just so thankful that we can gather here, that we still live in a free nation. No, it's not a perfect nation, but it's ours. You've given it to us to care for. Lord, I want to pray for law enforcement, people who are on the front lines trying to protect and serve. Father, we we pray that you will comfort them, give them strength, wisdom, knowledge, compassion as they go about their, their jobs. Let we pray for the, the folks who are living in confusion right now, that they will see your light and your word through through somebody else's eyes. Let them see the truth. Father, we just we pray for a great revival to to spread across our land. And we we humbly call upon you to hear our voices and heal our land, Father. It's in need of healing, but we don't discount the fact that Things must change for things to change. And we're okay with that, Father, but teach us quickly. Teach us quickly. Bring a peaceful resolution to the turmoil that's happening in America. And in all things that we say and do, Father, we give you the praise and the glory and thanksgiving in Jesus Christ. Amen.